0: Brotherhood Podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm Meg, and today we're talking about episode fifty-three, Flame of Vengeance. Yes. Um, in this episode, after a starling radio
1: broadcast, Grant's Mustangs forces the advantage over Central Troops. The Flame Alchemist unleashes the
0: brutal power of burning hatred in the battle against the killer of Maze Hughes. Yes, and this covers manga chapter ninety-three, Arch, Arch Enemy, and ninety-four, Flames of Vengeance very good
1: episode
0: yeah this is i don't know one of the things i love about full metal so much is that there are through lines that continue throughout the entire plot like no one forgot about hughes for a second Mm -hmm. no one forgot about nina either but that that one's tough to bring up
1: yeah and this this episode i don't know i it's a lot different from the from the last one. We were like jumping between like a bunch of different fights. This one really is just like two main scenes, I guess. Yeah.
0: And they have Roy in common. Like he was he was the instigator of this rebellion happening topside and then bottom side he's going to the, the the big fight with the zombies and all that.
1: hmm Yeah. Yes. So for the for the first part of the story um, we hear, we, or we see people, like, turning their, their radios to the public, um, radio station, and we hear Mrs. Um Bradley telling, telling her story, like, how the central soldiers were, like, kill her, and they don't, they don't care about her. Um, we also see that, that Rosh is listening in, and... People are kind of like, this is really the first time they're hearing like, oh, something's, what's happening? Um, I mean, obviously they kind of know because the city seems to be under attack, but, um, don't completely understand what's happening. And then we hear, um, Breda comes in and tells the people over the radio that the, and Mrs. Bradley, um, hears this for the first time that the Fuhrer's train has been, been blown up um and they don't know where he is which one thing that he also said in the in the um manga which i like didn't really think about was that that it was only a few hours ago like it feels yeah. like like that was so many episodes i was like oh yeah that happened a few days ago well, but no it yeah, just I happened. was
0: wondering why the people weren't informed cuz they were like everybody was like where's the where's the fear right now and i was thinking don't they know that his train exploded but yeah they wouldn't have been told yet nobody knows Mm -hmm. they probably wouldn't want to cause a panic to the public just yet either
1: yeah yeah um and of course the central troops are like furious they want the the radio shut down um but then the the people the the people running the radio are, pretend to be taken hostage. They're like, This oh, is like no, my favorite part. Stop the broadcast. And they're all like laughing and I love um, how, um the
0: one guy on the phone, he's just like, Oh no, don't shoot. And he just like <laughs> hangs up and and just like, Oh yeah, good job. That was perfect.
1: Yeah, I love it. Um they're kind of they're working they're working with Mustang's crew. Um, which makes sense. They're also like reporters so
0: yeah like, i think we gotta the manga, get the best
1: story out there yeah
0: in the manga know? they said something like we we want to get the best story like no way i'm letting the story of the century pass by but i mm-hmm. think i think also there was this sentiment of like you can't stop the press we will tell the truth it's our duty
1: Hmm. yeah yeah um and then one of mustang soldiers comes on and You know, tries to inspire the people to be on Mustang's uh, um, side, and it's and it's Maria, and Brash hears her voice, and he's like so happy. He's like
0: starts crying.
1: She's alive. That was so so cute. And then uh, Grumman is also listening in, and he's very impressed as well. Like, oh, Mustang is is playing all his cards, Um, and being very shrewd and, and smart about, about his plan. Um, cause now, like, all of Central is concerned about the Fuhrer and this military coup that might be happening. Um, and then we also see the It Fallens spreading the news about that. Um, they're like, oh, yeah, it's totally, it's, it's true. And, like, the Fuhrer's train has been blown up and there's a coup going on and, and everybody's just like, oh, the central troops are bad um i don't know something i really liked about this is that like everyone just believes the Ishvalans. Like, they're like oh yeah they're totally telling the truth like they're they like don't even question them which yeah, is they don't
0: harbor any resentment toward the refugees it seems mm-hmm. and i mean why would they because the military is the one who just devastated the Ishvalin's country and the the normal everyday citizens i don't think they really know all that went down over there or have much of an inkling of why and
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. I kind of I would have liked to see what their thoughts were like during during the Ishmael and um extermination just because I don't know they always like just like the the everyday the average citizen seems to be very much unaware of what's going on and I don't know that that's necessarily the case, like, I feel like there's always people questioning things. Um, and of course there are, like, we see them, but they're, like, in the military. Um, and it, I don't know, it just, it just reminds me, like, I feel like it would have been, like, it could have been a situation similar to, like, the Vietnam War, where, like, the citizens were like, no. Or some people were like, no, this is back the not okay. Yeah. 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 I'm just surprised that I don't know, there's so much uh like it mirrors real life. Yeah. Like, and I'm surprised that it didn't
0: they didn't discover. elaborate on
1: Yeah, it didn't elaborate on any of that. Anyway, um the last the last part of this scene, the we see the central troops are like, Yeah, the the Brig soldiers are never gonna be able to get into our um into the main gate because they, they would need a tank to do that. And, (laughs) and they have a tank. (laughs) And so the central forces are in trouble. And then the second part of the, of this episode, uh, we go back to where the last episode left off with Roy has arrived, um, to help Ed and, Ed and, um, Ed and company and And Roy is just immediately like being his, being himself. He's like, I remember the last time we were here, Lieutenant, you were crying over me. And Riza like, I, I won't be crying because water makes you useless. Um, and Scar is not amused by their banter. Um, he's just like, help us, stop, stop bantering. Shut up and fight. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and also something exciting, we did, well, I don't know how exciting, but we talked in the last episode like, oh, we never saw Ed like his spear. We never saw it get destroyed, and in this episode, we see that he still has it. His spear is still there, and I still don't think we actually see it get destroyed. So, no, I think I mean, this if might anything, go... he just
0: probably tosses it to yeah, the side.
1: This might go go down as the the longest surviving spear.
0: Um, just waiting of the in the room for him to come. Yeah.
1: Back. <laughs> um. And then Roy does something super awesome. He, like, kills all the immortal soldiers with fire. And it's super awesome because, so cool. like, you get, like, I guess an above shot. And you see, like, his fire, like, expertly going around, like, all of his teammates and, like, just getting getting the, um, the soldiers. And it's, I don't know, it's super awesome. Um, but Ed is... Ed is sad because he he knows he knows what they used to be, I guess. And Roy's mm-hmm. like, it has it had to be done, bro.
0: Yeah. Um. In the anime, they really hone in on the fact that Ed didn't want to kill anybody or anything, but in the manga, he's just shocked that Roy could take out all the enemies at once. Like, there's no sadness. There's just like, holy smokes, you're able to to kill all of them at once. And Roy says, if you're having trouble with these things, you've still got a long way to go. So it really shows how powerful Roy is. Cause, yeah, I
1: was I mean, gonna say Ed's already like this, OP. So in this episode and in the manga, like you see, like, oh, Roy is way OP. He's he's just insane. Um he could take on a whole army by himself. And he has um, Yeah, he literally just did. Um. (laughs) Uh. And then we see Envy is chasing May. Um. Still, and May enters a room where everybody, where Roy has just killed all the soldiers with Envy following, um, close behind. And it's super cute because she like runs right to Scar. Um. But he is not happy to see her. He's like, "You dumb girl, why didn't you go home?" Um. And she starts crying. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of funny because you just see like Envy in the back. Like he's like, so just shut up. Like he's, yeah. this
0: is but so it, annoying. It's also, it's also really sweet. I couldn't pick up on what they're saying, but I heard May and Scar talking in the background. Like I didn't hear their conversation, but I assume he was saying something like, Oh no, it's okay. It's okay. Never mind. Just, just help us or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But. Scar is more of a father figure to her than her actual father is.
1: Yeah. Uh, Her father has, like, her father is not,
0: so... so. He's he's more of a deadbeat than Hohenheim.
1: (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Um, and then Envy, I don't know, Envy came in and he just, he was full force um, in this moment. Because he, like, immediately tries to, like, turn Scar and Mustang against each other. Um and they're like just not having it and then i don't i don't remember exactly what he says but then roy is like fools dig their own graves and and be just like the whistles like <laughs> that kind of
0: caught me off guard <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it was pretty funny but then roy asks what he has been waiting to ask um he uh who killed Mays hughes um and at first, envy kind of like beats around the bush and is like, eh. "I don't know." He just no, he doesn't really answer. It. And then, and, yeah, 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 um, and then Roy is just so annoyed with envy. He's like, "Shut up and and tell me the truth." Um, and then he, envy finally admits that he was the one that killed Hughes while
0: he was laughing. Um, yeah. Um. Side note: Please check out the manga. The whole sequence is amazing, but like. When Roy was grilling him for information, you know, Envy was dodging with saying, well, Maria Ross did. And Roy was like, no, she didn't. And Envy replies with, oh, so you torched an innocent girl, you monster. And he's just like, you know, evading the question while also goading Roy. But Roy is in this state of like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let this go. Who killed Hughes? And I mean, like, Envy's not gonna get away without answering. So finally, he's just like, well congratulations you found your killer
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty good um and then he he transforms into hugh's wife which he is roy's absolutely furious um and he he burns envy's tongue
0: Um, yeah it's uh hard to watch but also kind of savage like in the manga Roy burns out his tongue and then says, "Judging by how much you run your mouth off, I'm guessing you have a rather fat tongue. That must be why it burns so well."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're every. You know, both of them have just very um witty, good, good back and forth. Assy, <laughs> uh huh, yes. And then Ed and Scar and the Chimera's, um, they leave to find Father, um, but you can see that Ed and Scar are kind of concerned about. Roy, um, because he is he is out for revenge. Um and then Envy transforms into his like monster form and Roy burns his eyes and he like just starts doing what he does. Um and Envy's like, Oh shoot, this is a guy that killed Lust, and so he like turns back into his normal form and escapes into the tunnels, and Roy um chases after him. And while, while he, well, Roy is chasing, um, Roy is chasing Envy, May and everybody, May's leading the way to father. Um, and she, um, she can, I, you can, you can say it, but she can sense the, um, rancid chi, which. So, when she said <laughs> that, I heard it as rancid cheese. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh man this like reminds me have you ever had like i'm sure you have like a moment where something just like you're in a group of people and something just like hits you as really funny and like everybody else laughs but like you just like can't lose it. stop yes. like everybody's <laughs> done laughing and you're just like
0: it happens when i'm tired uh, and then it's and then it devolves from me laughing into going like help me i don't know why i'm still laughing right <laughs> like, but anyway wait that I, I just no way
1: okay the other day i i need to send you something i was totally i was totally dying oh no hopefully i didn't delete the picture let me check um
0: but anyway while you're looking that up um she calls it chi which i think is the p- correct pronunciation but Uh, In the show Black Clover, they also deal with that kind of, you know, energy source, life energy source, but they call it Qi. I'm pretty sure it's spelled the same way, though. But, Hmm. um, so when she says Qi, it takes my brain half a second to process. That's the same thing as Qi.
1: That's, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. But I've heard Qi before in reference to, like, Chinese um, martial arts, so that's what i assume it is actually pronounced
1: but But if we have a listener
0: who knows better please please tell us
1: i'm gonna send you something i don't this
0: is like i
1: could not i was just dying i like i don't know why i just i couldn't stop i just found it like i bought that for
0: somebody and gave it to them like <laughs> Why does that make you laugh so hard? Okay, you're gonna have to. I'll keep this in the episode, but you're gonna have to post a picture on Instagram. It's just like a birthday card with a banana. And no, it isn't, it's up, a it's a thank you card. Yeah, a thank you card with a banana, and then it says on the inside, "You're the best of the bunch." <laughs> Why are you losing it? It's yes. cute.
1: <laughs> okay i was buying it was like a serious situation okay like i somebody had done something for my family like like super big like a very big thing and we had to thank two people so one person i got a super nice card for them like a thank you card and then this other person i just got that
0: okay that that is that's funny
1: (laughs) it was it was it it makes sense but i just like couldn't because I just like was imagining them like opening up their cards oh. together, and
0: it's like, <laughs> one of them is so heartfelt, and the other a banana.
1: <laughs> I was in Target, just like losing my mind. <laughs> my sister was there, and she was like, "Awesome!" Oh. <laughs> it's not that funny. But anyway, uh, let's let's yeah, get okay. back to the serious yes,
0: episode.
1: Um, so while they're searching for her Father Ed and Scar, they're Talking about Roy and Scars, like, yeah, if he goes down this path, it, it'll it be hard for him to, he won't be able to come back from it. So you can tell Ed is very concerned about him. Um, And then we go to Roy and he is just absolutely destroying envy. This scene, it was like both horrible, but also so cool at the same time. Um, he, like, Envy just, like, can't escape, because he's, he explains it, I think, better in the manga, but Roy is both, he's doing, like, huge explosions, and at the same time, um, doing, like, pinpoint aiming, and so he just, like, can't escape, and at one point, Envy tries to turn into Hughes, and Roy does not even hesitate, he just, like, burns him immediately
0: um i don't know if i would have well that's that's the point i wouldn't have the presence of mind to like be like that's not really hughes that's not really my friend mm -hmm. but that he but roy isn't in a good state of mind so that's why he just like has this this rage culminating Mm -hmm. in these attacks that just won't stop no matter what envy does
1: yeah i also think like He'd already seen Envy transform, so he did know he was capable of it He was that. prepared. He, like, like after he seeing was
0: transformed into Hugh's wife, he's like, He could do anybody or anything. I am going to murder him.
1: hmm Yeah. Um, and then Riza is hearing all the all the screaming and everything, and she decides to go into the tunnels. Um, and Envy sees her. Um, and we see him be like, Oh, like get this evil look on his face. Um and then Riza sees sees Roy walking down the tunnels and they confront confront each other and he's like, Okay, stick stick close to me. Um and while they're walking side by side, or Reza stops and she points her gun at him. And then the episode ends.
0: Yeah. So when we first watched this, who did you think was Envy? Risa or why i don't remember so i feel like my I... gut reaction was like oh envy totally transformed into riza duh but like it could yeah be either i think one that was them. i
1: yeah i think that was my initial reaction to it's like oh that would make sense because he knows that she's there and but yeah i mean once you know who it is you can like pick up on the small things like oh yeah you know who it is yeah Um.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's a question that will be answered next episode, because they just love cliffhangers. Yes. Uh, But we don't have, I guess, too much to talk about afterwards. We did have voice actor notes, just because we're not going to have many, if any, voice actor notes going forward, just because we're nearing the end. We're not really meeting any new characters. But when we got to the end of this episode and the credits started rolling, we noticed two names that stood out to us uh, for the English cast. And that would be Austin Tyndall and Josh Greeley, who now goes by Jesse James Greeley. And um, Austin plays Marco from Attack on Titan, and Jesse James plays Armin from Attack on Titan, two of the best boys. hmm Yes. And tracking-wise, Ed still has his spear, and this is probably the longest he's kept any weapon on his person. And then mm-hmm. uh homunculi deaths. It was very hard to count, because Envy had multiple deaths. We're gonna go with at least five, since a lot of the Flame Alchemy happened off-screen, and you just heard shrieks and screams coming from the tunnels.
1: hmm Yep.
0: And um animation expertise... Artfully done scenes of Roy and Envy, exaggerated poses, deepened shadows to emphasize their movements and emotions. And Roy's whole face was animated differently from the moment he was in rage mode. On, mm-hmm. like his so pupils cool. were just tiny.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Yes. Um. Oh, okay. I meant to mention this earlier, but the when actually not not just when this happened. But just like whenever Envy was getting burned, but also like when all of the the mortal soldiers were like burned to death, I was just thinking like that had to have smelled so terrible because they are like made from like have the same composition as a human. So they're just like, yeah. They had
0: to have been very gross, even worse. Because their their flesh, when they were getting punctured, I saw it was like green. Yeah, they're already half rotted, basically. Yeah, pretty gross. Yeah, Uh, and all I had for story elements analysis was revenge. Insert Megamind quote here. (laughs) (laughs) Your revenge is best served cold, but it can be reheated in the microwave of evil. Ah,
1: seriously, if you haven't seen that movie, you should. Because there's so many great
0: one-liners. It's so so quotable. Meg enlightened me in college, and then I showed it to my family back home, and we are all, we just quote that movie constantly. (laughs) (laughs) Especially since my parents work at school, because they'll just say, ah, I'm off to shul now. (laughs) My old shul house. My old shul house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, um, what was your favorite line of the episode?
0: Well, can't do it because it'll peak on the audio, but mine wasn't a line, it was Envy's whistle. That just, it made me chuckle for some reason.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty good. He, like, it's a very human moment. Right? But, like, he, you both, like, you hate him, but at the same time, you're, like, just find him he's just fun to watch
0: yeah 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 like I don't agree with any of his actions but I think the story is better for having him as a as an antagonist mm-hmm. yeah but yeah what was your favorite line
1: mine came from Roy and it's just like so dramatic I just I loved it um he said it to Envy and he said everything you've said is fueled on your funeral pyre Which, by the way, I was sad, it was not in the manga.
0: I was like, oh No, he said something else kind of savage, but not quite to that level. Yeah. Yeah. And what did we learn? Uh, We learned, don't get in Roy's way when he's mad. Uh, But the real moral is sometimes you have to question a person's motivations. Like, sure, Roy was trying to avenge his best friend, which is justifiable, but at the same time, any time a person is fueled by hatred and rage, it leads to bad things. Hmm. Then who pushed the story forward? Roy for finally finding Hugh's killer, and for killing off the horde of zombies. Yes, and then we will put this poll
1: on our Instagram, um, and we're going to talk about it more in the next episode. I think. Um, just should should Roy. Take revenge on Envy for killing
0: Hughes.
1: Yeah, we want to know your opinions, and we definitely have
0: some, so we'll be sharing them in the next episode. Yes. But uh thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Full Metal Beyond the Gate, or email us if you have any questions or comments. And I guess we'll just be back next week with another episode. Yes. Alright. Bye. Bye.